Howdy everybody and welcome back. This is episode 4 of the Takeout Box. I'm so happy to have you here. Today, I have a very special guest. One of my good friends, Benton Hatch. Hello. Yes. Alright, and we're going to be talking Star Wars and uh, other excellent things today. So, yes, stay tuned. Alright, let's just get into it. What do you have for us? Um... I I <laughs> I had a couple things that I wanted to talk about, but it's it's up to you. Like yeah, which... go ahead. No, no, no. This okay, is, this is your time. So, what what were your thoughts on just um, the Knights of Ren? Um, I felt they were underused. Uh, I don't know because they only showed up in like Ray's vision the first time she touched the lightsaber. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then that was it until we saw them in Rise of Skywalker. But uh. Yeah, just they, they were underused. Yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed with it. Like, <laughs> um, there's all this hype surrounding them. Um, like they show them on the one ice planet where what's his face from? Like the like the main pilot of the resistance. All right. And they like build up to him a lot, but I feel like they didn't use them as much as they could have because right. we we see him for like the. In, entire film just dicking around and then like the only interaction with them is when kylo collapsed their cheeks and so yeah um yeah they're just i guess they're just kind of there for fear uh, uh what you, like a fear factor yeah yeah um but yeah i mean it's kind of a bummer because yeah they're very yeah they're very cool i like their design they're very mysterious and i just you know i love how like dirty they are they're like walking on the command ship and they're like leaving muddy footprints. I was just like, these are guys who get it done. Yeah, yeah. They, um, I really like their design and like their whole origin. Yeah. But that's just that was one of the main criticisms for me about the movie. I just wish that they used them a little more because I thought that would have been really cool to have like a really cool battle. I do think it's cool that they um. Had them fight Kylo. I thought that was interesting. I just I thought that they could have done more with it. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, did you like Rise of Skywalker or uh, uh, Last Jedi at all? Yeah i I really have liked the new Star Wars films mm -hmm. that have come out. They get a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people saying they love them. A lot of people saying they hate them. And I feel like for the most part, people are going into them with too high of expectations. Right, exactly. So I, I've personally enjoyed every film that I've gone to. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah my dad's going to josh me over this, because I always talk about how much I hated Ryan Johnson, but as like when I first saw it from the standpoint as just like a Star Wars fan, I was like, eh, it's, it's not that bad. It's a Star Wars film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, I think especially with um, this little trilogy um they were definitely like a homage to the um first films so i think that was kind of the direction they were going with like following this formula that the other movies have followed so far um so i think i'm really excited for new releases because i think there's a lot more room for experimentation and things like that yeah um so I don't want to get too deep into the Mandalorian jumping off of Rise of Skywalker. I still want yeah, to talk yeah, about that. that. That's but, fine. Um, how much of like it felt like just a passion project that yeah. sometimes I felt that the new trilogy was missing. Like John Favreau, as like a Star Wars fan himself, was just like, "I yeah. want this this way, perfect." Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't know. I feel like the the criticisms that I have for Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. maybe they could have been lessened with J.J. Abrams. I don't, you know, it's just... Yeah, that's, if, that's if an interesting thought. There, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. What's what's your um, favorite one so far of, like, the past three? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. Just because I, I feel like Rise of Skywalker is too new to be like, that's my favorite! That is, you know, yeah. it's just like... Yeah, probably Force Awakens. Yeah, excellent. Remind me the order. It's the the first one's Force Awakens. So it's Force Awakens, 
Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, one thing that I have kind of bothered with in the new Star Wars trilogy mm-hmm. is the fact that they have Rey as what they call like a Mary Sue, where she's like perfect with no challenges. And then, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, it isn't that prevalent, but that's what they've had her be. And then... I would say that Last Jedi really fixed kind of any ire that I had, or Rise of Skywalker fixed any ire that I had with Last Jedi or um, Force Awakens. Yeah, um, I I can agree with that, partly, for sure. I, um, but I did think she had some challenges, like, especially in um, The Last Jedi, like, with the whole, like, struggle within or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what I really liked was that uh, when Kylo Ren was like, "I offered you my hand once," you yeah. know, when they're like force um, communicating. Yeah, I that, yeah. I liked the way they did that. You know. Yeah, for sure. I um, I really liked. I thought this has been really fresh. Just the relationship with Kylo and Rey that they've had, because like before. Um, like, with Darth Vader, well, maybe not Darth Vader, but, like, other villains in the Star Wars movies, they can kind of, it's, like, polar opposites between, like, the Jedi, like, good versus bad. But with this one, I think they really flipped that on its head, because we really see, like, especially with Rey, her pulling towards, like, the dark side, and Kylo pulling and eventually giving in to the way of the Jedi. And I thought that was a really interesting um, relationship that they did with them. Okay, so do you think that the Kylo Ren and Rey, the Rey kiss, did that bother you at all? Maybe a little bit, just because... I saw it coming. So I was yeah, saying. yeah, for sure. I kind of liked them being more as friends right. rather yeah, than, yeah, yeah. like, lovers. Um, I was I was honestly a little surprised. I didn't see it coming. I thought they were like, oh, yay, we, we beat him, we did it. But then they, you know, 30-minute makeout scene. Dude, with Adam Driver, <laughs> I would do that. Adam Driver is... <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, 50% is, like, I he's ugly, but the other 50 is, like, he's not <laughs> I, actually... I 100% agree with that. <laughs> There's an image out there... <laughs> Of, like, a cat that looks exactly like Adam Driver. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) look that up if you want to. It's pretty funny. Okay. Um, And what about Rey kind of claiming or, like, adopting into herself becoming a Skywalker? Did that bother you at all? Or just, like, have your own Palpatine identity? I I thought it was cool because... I don't know, yeah, I just, I enjoyed it. I haven't thought a ton about it, to be yeah. honest, but I think it's cool, because to me, she definitely is a Skywalker, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, super strong in the Force, just, you know, mm-hmm. one of the best Jedi. And so I, I 100%, you know, support Rey saying that she's a Skywalker, because mm-hmm. I, I totally see her as that, you know? Yeah. And then I like what Rise of Skywalker did with, like, her training, where they kind of skipped it, but they showed a little bit. Like how in Empire, it kind of showed Luke training with Yoda, skipping over to uh, Return of the Jedi, where he is just yeah. like, you know, he's he's confident in his Force abilities, and he's just... Yeah, guy. yeah. Um, that even goes back to what I was saying before about, like, them just paying, like, homage to the previous films. I right. think... That can definitely be a part of it, like her just training in a forest, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite Star Wars film? In general? Mm-hmm. Out of every... Um, including Solo and Rogue One. Movies, or can I include, like, spin-off things? Yes, spin-off things, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would have to be the animated Clone Wars series. Not the one on, like, Disney XD, but mm-hmm. the 2D one. Mm-hmm. That the it's just called Clone Wars. The like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, do you know that that is not canon? Really? Can you believe that? I thought it was this whole time, and then I learned this year that it wasn't canon. 
Really? It, it leads right up to the Battle of Coruscant and the last little short, because they're like two, three minutes. Yeah, right? yeah. The last one is the Battle of Coruscant. They're like, it's oh, okay. where, where Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting in space. It, it's Yoda and Mace Windu in the city. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was it made by, do you know? I can't know. I can't remember. Hmm. Um, but for years, I'd like seen clips fro- floating around. I remember the first time you told me about this. And yeah. I, seen it, I was like, oh, is this what you're talking about? And it's, uh, I think Ventress is like taking out a troop of clones. There's mm-hmm. there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of just like mini, like it follows Mace Windu for a little bit. Mm-hmm. follows like a clone trooper squadron. Yeah. It does, it like jumps around. It's mm-hmm. like mini stories. Yeah, but I I love it so much. It's, it's so re- well done. It's very cool. Yeah, and they've got some of the same voice actors for the Clone Wars. And yeah, it. I really wish that Star Wars did more with the Clone Wars. Like, mm-hmm. especially hearing now that that's not canon, because I I love that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Maybe we'll see some yeah. more stuff in the future. Hopefully, I'm pumped for that new seventh season. The seventh season. They're they're making a. a oh, another, they're making more. Yeah, they're just. As far as I know, just the one more season, hmm. but it yeah, it looks yeah, it looks pretty good. Nice. They nice. like catch up with Ahsoka again in the trailer. Yeah. yeah it looks pretty good. Nice. Yeah. I'll have to look at the trailer. That sounds cool. Yeah. So, what questions do you have for me? Um. What was? Yeah, I I do have a question. What was your um thoughts on the final fight with like the Emperor? Um. I don't know, sometimes it felt, which can happen, it felt a little long-winded. Like, more about, um, I don't know. Like, when, uh, yeah. But I will say, I really loved when all the Jedi, like, started speaking to her. Yeah. You know, when she's like, finally, she's like, be with me, and then you can see the lightning, like, around her, in her eyes. And then, you know, freaking Hayden Christensen is there like three or four times. Makes me <laughs> yeah. so happy. And they repurposed um, Alec Guinness's voice. Oh, really? To just say Ray. Because hmm. I, I can't remember what he said. Yeah. Like Ray Shield or something. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and in the yeah, original trilogy. Anyway. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was, it was awesome. Very, it was more about, I feel like. Because with Empire, or no, with Return of the Jedi, when he's fighting, when Luke is fighting with Darth Vader, it's the same thing where it's more about the connection than the white than the lightsaber fight, you know? Yeah, like yeah, it's for sure. It's son. it's more like a yeah. It's not really like action heavy. It's right. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. more um, story based and like plot heavy. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree with that. I. One thing that I just wanted to point out was someone made an interesting point to me that, uh, you know, the Jedi um, have always been the defenders. They're never the aggravators. Mm -hmm. They never, like, start the fights. They're just there to defend. Um, Whereas the Sith are the aggravators. Mm -hmm. And we see in this fight, Rey doesn't, like, swing at the Emperor at all. And she only attacks in retaliation mm-hmm. when he shoots out the lightning and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that was interesting. You know, it definitely that a lot of diehard Star Wars fans can appreciate, I think. Yeah. Like, um, just you saying that, I like imagined before <clears throat> the dark times, you know, where the Jedi were just the keepers of the peace. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. where, like, probably Obi-Wan Kenobi was, like, a Padawan. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not not even a knight, just a Padawan. Yeah. Learning. And then it's, like, they're the keepers of the peace. Yeah. You know, like, um, I don't know, what what would be the connection? Like, the SWAT team, <laughs> yeah. like, of today, but they only come in, like, extreme cases, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's interesting to think about that. Like a whole galaxy could kind of be in peace. Mm-hmm. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah. Just going back to the like. Did they say the planet's name in the movie? I'm sure they did. Exegol. Like, yeah, is that, is that what it's called? I 
think that's the one. Yeah, where they were on. We're like this, yeah, it's like Six the Sith headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Exegol, I think. It was, um, yeah, it was cool. I need to read up on it because I'm a big, like, lore guy. Right, yeah. So I I hadn't known about it, but it's, it's cool with, like, all, like, the Sith statues or whatever. Yeah, how they're, yeah, that mm-hmm. was, yeah. I would love to learn more about that. Yeah, for sure. Do you did you know like those, like the crowd of people in like the shadow robes or whatever? Do you, did you know what they are at all? No, I, I think I read something. I follow this account on Instagram called Star Wars General, and yeah. sometimes it's lore stuff, sometimes it's Star Wars memes. Yeah, but it, it, I think he said something about what the crowd was, but okay. I can't remember. Yeah, that that's where my knowledge fails personally. Because yeah. I, they're yeah, they're like servants or something how about the like clones of snoke yeah that and, was like, that was goofy <laughs> so you know like jj abrams like yeah i'll just uh fix what ryan johnson killed off my main, <laughs> my main villain for the trilogy i'll just think of something else yeah um i did like that tie-in maybe a part of it was a little like kind of Oh yeah, he's, he's he's a clone. He was genetically engineered, whatever. But um, it's like a fact that only the Sith have the powers of like. Well, wait, no. I'm just thinking he had the Force. Snoke did. Did he? He yeah. In Last Jedi, as soon as they like bomb the thing, Hux is standing there. Then like. A hologram of him shows up, and then Hux like slams on the ground, then like flips around and is looking at him. Hmm. That so, very well could have just been like Palpatine. Yeah, the Palp- looking Palpatine or something. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Clone bodies were there? There was something else, right? I I could be mistaken on this, but I think it's like just the Sith that have the powers of. Like, cloning. This is where I think I'm getting wrong. Because, like, with the clone troopers. But I think that they were, like, made by... A, they were made by a separate organization that was hired by the Sith. And so, like, don't quote me on this. But I think um, that the Sith are the main people who use, like, the powers of cloning. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, um... It's, uh... It's... If that's the case, then that would be interesting. Like another mm-hmm. Star Wars, another thing that a Star Wars fan would enjoy. Yeah, with seeing like the clone of Snoke. Because with Sifo-Dyas, the guy that initiated like the first like construction, I guess, of the clones. Yeah, he knew about the inhibitor chip. Mm-hmm. You know, so and but he was part of the, he was a Jedi Master. Oh, was he? Yeah. So, do you think he was like what? You, you think it well, because, like, like, yeah, because the Jedi, like, why didn't he just, like, do it if he had the powers to do it? Yeah. Like, he had to <clears throat> contact, like, another organization to do it for him. Right. I I 100% could be wrong, so. Uh, it's all speculation. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, that's just, that's the fun of Star Wars, is, you know, because if you're, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. It's just, it's all fun. It's all love. Star Wars community. <laughs> yes, sir. Well. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, part of it. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, your favorite, like, Star Wars thing. Do you have, like, a favorite film? Or are they all kind of just, like, the same? And <sighs> favorite same? film. Dude, I'm so terrible with the names. I can't remember the names of them. Walk me through them a little bit okay, again. Okay, so there's Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then Force Awakens. What's the one with uh, with Boba and um, like young Boba? Not young Boba. Okay. It so the one where he falls in the Sarlacc pit. Is, yeah. And yeah. Is, uh, Reven- uh, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. That one yeah. would probably be my favorite then. Yeah. It's either it's I'm caught between that and. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, where they're on Cloud City. Yeah, and, yeah, that's uh, a good on one. Hoth, yeah. But you can't forget Revenge of the Sith. You know. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, 
crap on on Hayden Christensen's acting all you want, but <laughs> he was perfect for Anakin. And, yeah. Uh, excellent movie. Yeah. And I, I grew up watching the Clone Wars before I had watched Revenge of the Sith, so Grievous was always just there. Yeah. And so, you know, I, like, never even noticed that he wasn't in Attack of the Clones. It just, like, never registered with me. Hmm. Yeah. But now I think about it now. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the... I'm just trying to think. What's the one with Darth Maul? That's Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Okay. That's a good fight. Yeah. What's your favorite um, lightsaber fight? I don't want to overuse the Obi-Wan and Anakin. No, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no. Um, but that, uh, the Phantom Menace fight with Darth Maul, because he, that's, like, one thing we have never seen is the, like, acrobatics of, yeah, you know, so. Not the, to mention, that, like, the double blade. Right. The it's actor like, for Darth Maul was, like, the trainer of the actual actor who's going to play Darth Maul. But George oh, really? Lucas is like, I like the way you move better. Like, you know what you're doing. Huh. Because he was like an acrobatic guy. That's interesting. And so he was just cast, and, you know, didn't have a lot of speaking roles. Kind of just had to stand there. He has a good, then, like, face for Darth, Darth Maul, too. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, what's he from, Dathomir? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like, well, yeah, do you want to talk about Fallen Order? Fallen oh. Order. The, the, uh, new, the new Star Wars game. Have you played that at all? I have not played I've seen people play it. Yeah. I have not played it personally. It looks cool. I've literally played for 15 minutes, and I've wanted to throw my remote at the TV a million times. Oh, is I, it, is I, it? I only play on, like, the second hardest difficulty. Yeah. But it's, like, what it is. It The, it, the is it platforming like is, like, near impossible. And then the fights, are, the enemies are so difficult. I It's, like, the hardest game I've ever played. Really? Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was made by, uh, partner with, with Re- Re- Respawn. Respawn. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and you can definitely get some elements of Destiny. And okay. That, but there's, like, some Uncharted exploration. Isn't... Like the Uncharted franchise. Isn't Destiny Bungie? Bungie, yeah. I think you're thinking Let's of see, Titanfall. Did, Titanfall did Respawn. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what I mean. But, um, yeah, my brothers played Fallen Order a lot, but I, yeah, I've played for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> my, um... My dad, he's been playing so much of it. Like, yeah, yeah, he just neglects me and plays <laughs> the game instead instead of feeding me. He's like, "Got got to get on that grind now." <laughs> Dude, my woodshop teacher, <laughs> bought, he got like a brand new TV for Christmas. Yeah, or not for Christmas? I can't remember what it was. He got, but he got a brand new TV so that he could watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> on this massive TV. That's I was funny. Just like, Jeez, Mister Tidwell, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yeah, so my my dad's been playing it. Um, he says he loves it. Yeah. He's also had how many years of experience? The majority of his life of playing video games. Right. So I'm sure it's easier for him to play, mm-hmm. whereas would be you. Um, so he's he's a big Star Wars fan. Yeah. And so. Uh, that coming from him means a little bit to me. Mm-hmm. He told me a little bit about the story. Yeah. so far but yeah i i don't have much experience with it but what's it your, looks interesting yeah. what's your knowledge on the tv show rebels rebels not not a lot not, do you know what the characters look like i do uh, so yes. you know that that like big beast character yes i do yeah that you that that race species is the is the jedi trainer the the master oh, oh of, yeah that's right of our guy yeah um yeah I dude, Rebels is like a little kid show. Yeah. I can't get over that. I tried. My little brother watches it because he's seen the Clone Wars, and he's just like, "Well, I'm just gonna move on to Rebels." So I started watching it with him, and I was just like, "This is terrible." <laughs> like, I, they had Commander Wolf, Captain Rex, and Commando Gregor yeah. from the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and they had him in there. They were like living on this planet in like a broken down um, ATTE. And that was, like, the only good thing I've ever seen about that show. <laughs> like, Gregor's, like, insane, and Wolf is, like, half blind. Huh. But Wolf, uh, the 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 rebels come to them, right? Yeah. And he, Wolf's, is, like, um, his, like, mind is foggy. He, like, mixes up the past. 
And so he, like, sees that they have lightsabers, and he, like, tells the Empire. He's like, there are Jedi here to kill us. And then Captain Rex is like, what have you just done? And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, what the freak is this? <laughs> Some, like, a little kid education show. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's on, like, a Disney channel. I'm sure it's definitely geared towards Our children. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I don't. I don't really have a place to say just because I haven't seen it. But mm. all right, yeah. 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 Any more? Any more questions, son? Um. Anything else you want to talk about for a uh, new movie? Um. Yeah. No. Um. I don't know. Maybe one thing I'd like to bring up. Yeah. Uh, I thought that going back to the remnants of like the death star was really cool yeah um because when i saw that trailer i was like oh my gosh they're on endor but it's not endor it's yeah. just one of the moons of endor mm-hmm. I, I should say the forest moon of endor but they're yeah. on a different moon of endor yes um yeah yeah i thought that was really cool and uh just how ray was walking through it and you get you really um get a scale of it because mm-hmm. like when it's shown, it's like it's a little, it's a little circle flown in space. Yeah. But like, with all this like rendering, mm-hmm. and like you see it like in the ocean, and it takes up like it takes up half your view. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's re- it's it was cool. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like I kind of got of you know. I think that there was like evil presence in there, as yeah, well 100%. as like as like the the sheer size of it. Because like Ray, who's grown up scavenging, yeah, she jumps around Imperial ships, and yeah, so she like goes back to her roots in that scene where she's like jumping around and climbing up, and she's like exhausted. You know when when we see her like climbing up, and I was just like, so there had to be some oh, something that's, else. That's an interesting that's just thought. Where, yeah, that she was like really struggling. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's a cool thought, but. Maybe it's just going back to her roots a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't mean that's really exemplified with like her Sith version, like attacking her or whatever. Yeah. Um, who is it? Bill like Bilbo Baggins <laughs> when he saw that like uh, Frodo or like Frodo was trying to take the ring something. And yeah, he, Frodo like, was did that same. Yeah. Dude, we gotta have you on for a Lord of the Rings episode that would, too. I'm probably more knowledgeable about Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, actually. So that yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that scene freaked me out so much when I was but a wee boy, a wee lad. Um, I remember seeing it, and and for like a couple of years after I saw it, I'd have to like close my eyes and plug my ears every time <laughs> the part came on because <laughs> I was so yeah. afraid of little old Bilbo. Dude, we did a Lord of the Rings marathon a couple years ago, and I can't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. I saw this thing on YouTube today that was like Hobbit with lightsabers, and it was <laughs> the uh, – some ogre troll was like beating on a tower with Legolas. And yeah. And he was like out of arrows. Mm-hmm. So he like pulls out his sword, but it's like a lightsaber and jumps on like an ogre's head just oh. to make a tower fall down so that he could battle this beast that was walking up on like a bridge. I was just like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Who, who has enough free time to edit that? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Well, well anyway, back to Star Wars. Dude. Yeah. So, what do you? Okay. What do you think is a nerdier fan base? Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh. Probably Star Trek. Yeah. You know, this I feel like that's more. Because when I think of nerds, I it, <laughs> it's like kids dressed in that like weird Star Trek the well, the USS Enterprise like uniform yeah thing doing the that one isn't as like yeah I feel like um Star Wars can appeal to like a much larger crowd yeah it appeals to the masses a little bit more mm-hmm. like more general um, storytelling strategies where as like Star Trek is just like pure nerdiness right yeah, yeah yeah remember that girl named mary barth in junior high she's like blonde yes i do so she had like a spock backpack and i go spock and then i do the hand thing mm-hmm. and she goes are you a trekkie and i was like 
<laughs> what did you just say to me? Doesn't Mary go to go to our high school? I don't think so. I think she moved. Oh, did grade. she? Okay. I can't remember. Well, I'm, I, well, I'm fairly confident she moved, but I don't know where she moved. To. Okay, okay. Were you a Trekkie? I was just like, what? Oh. <laughs> what? No, I no, I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm pretty sure that everyone on the planet Earth knows that the hand thing and live long and prosper. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Star Trek. Oh. Let's just make some noise in the microphone. I'm gonna pull this screen off and just blow into it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, um sorry to all the viewers or listeners, I suppose. Yeah. Viewers are on YouTube. Sorry for, for probing your ears. Dude, the the poor YouTube, the people that watch on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I have one subscriber. I mean, oh, I may have two now, but I, I, have, <laughs> I have a lot more on SoundCloud. But on YouTube, it's just like the screen of my profile picture, which is just a takeout box with like a red background. Yeah, yeah. And um, but you want to like do, animate it, right? Well, more than that, but uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, throw pictures for one word. So, like, when I did an episode about Jumanji, I put, yeah. like, a Jew caricature. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a picture of a man and then the letter G, just, like, really fast. Oh, okay. And that was, like, the only time the screen ever changed. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when I posted it, it was like, hey, what do you want to use for thumbnails? It was, like, the 20 pictures of the takeout box and then a picture of, like, the Jew caricature. <laughs> I was like, which one do I want? I can't decide. <laughs> How many uh, episodes have you done on the podcast so far? This is the fourth. The fourth, yes. okay. Um, but I think Andrew Hamby wants to be on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have Cash Davenport on. He's a big movie guy. Okay. Um, My uncle wants to be a guest. The, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've written down the names of a bunch of people who want to be guests. Yeah. But this yeah. is the longest episode we've ever done, and I'm very happy about it because that's, yeah, no, that's what I was hoping for. It's been fun. It's been a good time. Yeah. I'm... I'm a dumb and don't know enough about Star Wars, so it's okay. <laughs> can't right. answer anything to completion. But... I'm gonna do a little plug here because I I have to remove uh, review movies, for my friends, and then we can get right back into it. Yeah, yeah, Is no, right? no problem. Okay. Yeah. So this week, uh, we're doing uh, Chicken Little, um, and uh, let's see, it is. Fia's favorite movie. Fia's favorite movie is Chicken Little, so that's what I'm doing today. Um, we got the main voices of uh, Chicken Little himself is Zach Braff with uh, Gary Marshall as his dad, Buck Cluck. Woof. <laughs> Don Knotts as the uh, Mayor Turkey Lurkey. Yes, sir. Wow. And then uh, Steve Zahn as Runt and the, the, the pig. And, <laughs> and the pig. Joan Cusack. Cusack as uh, Abby Mallard, the duck with the buck teeth. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm sure you know the the basic story of yeah, <laughs> Chicken Little. It's just like the like the aliens or whatever. Yeah. So the original story is just like the fox manipulates Chicken Little to hide everyone in his cave so he can eat them all by saying the sky's falling. So they all go yeah in. yeah. But this one they did a spin on it. He gets like hit by, um, it's like a a piece of the sky. Yeah, it's it like was. A it's like a, a plate. Yeah, plate predictor. It, it was cool. And then, uh, you know, Chicken Little. He is just like he tries to like live up to his dad's standards and be normal. But he's like, I know what I saw. Yeah. You know, we can all you know we can all relate with Chicken Little sometimes. Yeah, but like Chicken Little is so hot in that movie, <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, what's <laughs> what's the duck's name? The uh, Abby Mallard. You're not a real fan of cinema if you haven't seen the Chicken Little movie. Chicken Little. Um, and then they have uh, Adam West, who was like the original Batman for I think it was either live action or animated. I know it was the original live action Batman. Oh yeah, Robin. Yeah, Adam West, and he's the voice of the of the ace is the Hollywood Chicken Little at the end when they like make a movie. Oh about yeah, him. yeah, and he's like all of, he's got ripped. like a soda. Rocket, yeah, jetpack, yeah, and uh, so that's Adam West. That's cool. Um, 
So yeah, it's uh, Chicken Little's like hit with a piece of the sky and uh, tries to convince everyone that he's not crazy and convince that you know something's going on. And then uh, aliens attack Earth, but uh, you know he sets everything right. It turns out that his uh, the aliens like kid hit planet Earth, and so Chicken Little returns him and kind of becomes a hero. And it, you know, it's it's not a bad movie. I like yeah. it a lot. Let's see. It uh, got five point seven out of ten. That is <laughs> uh, released in two thousand five. It's G. It's an hour and twenty minutes long. It's uh, an animation comedy. I didn't hate it. I you know it was thanks, kind of Chicken the, Little, the movie that I grew up with. Um, there are, you know, there's actually a lot of trivia. This is like the most trivia I've seen about <laughs> some of the movies we've done. There are two hundred and fifty thousand feathers on Chicken Little. That's that's more than I have. That's a lot more than I have. That's almost two hundred fifty thousand more than I have. <laughs> um, the so this is like the second fully CGI theatrical movie um, released by Disney after that or that wasn't hand drawn. Yeah. After yeah. after two thousand, which was Dinosaur, that was the first one. This is the second. Hmm. Um, and then after it, it was like the new style for the Disney movies up until Princess and the Frog in two thousand nine, and then Winnie the Pooh. In uh, 2011, and uh, the last one is that uh, Don Knot. This is uh, Don Knotts. If you know, like the Apple Dumpling Gang, yeah, Hot Lead and Cold Feet. Those are classic movies. Um, this was his last theatrically released movie. Uh, it was a few months before his death. It was released in November. I, I can't remember when he died. Sometime in the spring, I think. Oh, okay. Um. Let's see. Wasn't, like, Chicken Little supposed to be, like, female or something like that? I heard that somewhere. Really? Well, yeah. let's see. In, uh, in the yeah, story... Yeah, Chicken Little was originally were... supposed to... was going to be female. Right there. Oh, dang. That's... What? Okay, yeah, Chicken Little was originally going to be female. That's weird. 69 out of 70 found this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Perfect number. All right, uh, let's see. I, I have a confession to make. Yes. I, um... I don't think I've ever seen Chicken Little to completion. Especially, I've never like sat down and be like, you know what? I want to watch Chicken Little. <laughs> it's always I've always seen like bits and pieces of it, right. just when there's literally nothing else to yeah. watch on TV. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of just... how it is. That's <laughs> how it goes. Um, okay, what's your favorite animated Disney movie? I'll start with it. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? It has to be Breakfast Club. Yeah, never seen it. My mom would let me. What? I watch it illegally. I'm Do just it. Kidding. I won't. I will not watch it illegally. There is. I'll find a way to. There's watch one it. scene that she doesn't want you to watch it for. But it's fine. Watch it anyway. Um, there's this movie called The Dead Poet Society, and my mom, the, my dad loved that movie. My mom's freaking out. She's like, "Don't let him watch it," and then I found out why. Um, but. I mean, my dad let me and Sam watch it, but I found out why she didn't want us to watch it. But I was like, it, "It's oh, that's uh, that's like one scene in the two-hour film. Yeah, it was great." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay, do you think a bad ending can ruin a movie?" Uh, for the most part, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think that it takes away from like the um, like artistical merit of like film. Or, like, a specific film. But it could definitely, like, ruin it a little bit for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, why did Dead Poet Society have, like, a bad ending? Well, it didn't have, no, it didn't have a bad ending. It uh, just had, like, one scene. They're, like, all hanging out in, like, a cave. And one pulls out, like, a Playboy or something. Oh, and yeah. it's just, like, one picture that lasts for, like, a half second. That's um, that's interesting that you like, bring that movie up. I, uh, for Christmas, I got... A poster with like 100 movies to watch before you die, and that's one of them. Yeah, so I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I looked up the top like 100 movies of all time, like on IMDb, and like the first 50 were like movies that I know very well. Yeah, or my mom doesn't want me to see. <laughs> yeah, they're like rated R. My dad's like, try and watch them. I'm like, believe me, I'm trying. You know, the, the number one's like Godfather and like Citizen Kane and like Raging Bull. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The it's kind of the same way with my family function. My dad's like, "Hey, come watch this movie." <laughs> yeah, mom's just looking out for you. Thanks, mom. Thank you, mom. 
I love you. Thanks for all the uh, thanks for telling Santa to get me all the rad Christmas presents. Yes, sir. You did a good job this year. <laughs> Dresden was like, um, he's like, man, I don't think Santa came this year. But luckily, my parents, dude, they covered fast. They, they knew what they were doing this year. I was like, oh yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, okay, so is your favorite? Yeah, your favorite movie is uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. One hundred percent. I yeah. recommend it. Fantastic dialogue. Great casting. Right. Good film. Yeah. What's your favorite mo- uh, scene in the movie? Favorite scene? I don't want to spoil anything for you. Okay. Um. Favorite scene. Maybe not like a. There's a couple of dedicated scenes that I enjoy, mm-hmm. but there's like a couple of just like little bits, like the whole dancing scene that I I really enjoy. Yeah. Um. Bender's monologue was really good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Have you seen like any movies of recent, like uh, that came out in theaters, like The Lighthouse or anything? Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> I saw the lighthouse. Yeah, I, I saw. It. I it was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I need to watch that. Willem Dafoe did fantastic. Dude, always loved him. And then James Pattinson. Yes. From Twilight. Yes, sir. But uh, I hear he did a really good job. He, yeah, they both did. Pheno- it was it was awesome. It was trippy as balls. Yeah, I bet. It was great cinematography. Mm-hmm. Good dialogue. I saw Uncut Gems the other day. Adam Sandler did fantastic. Really good acting that's come out in movies yeah. recently. Yeah. It's always like, it's like really up and down. I yeah. remember in October, I was like waiting for movies to come out. I was just yeah. like, no movies are good. I mean, there's not even any coming out. Um, but uh, yeah, as of end of 2019, yeah. They look amazing. Yeah, I would recommend each of them. Um, they're both kind of stressful. They're both like thrillers. Do Willem Dafoe and James Pattinson both have accents in Lighthouse? Yes. Both use accents, yeah. Yes. That's interesting you bring it up because that's like a – it's kind of like a conspiracy part because there's a whole lot of um, speculation on like the identity of both of these people. Yeah. Because it, it kind of, like, fluctuates. Uh-huh. It's really hard to explain. You have to see it. Okay, yeah. But a part of that is their accents kind of change oh. as the movie progresses, really? which is interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that is probably my favorite accent. It's, like, mixed with uh, the, like, New England and the Scottish. The old seafarer. Yeah, yeah, like, sea shanty language. You know, <laughs> There's one scene in the movie... It doesn't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. You could, well, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not sure yeah, if you yeah. if you wanna. No, okay. There's like a clip on YouTube of it. It's yeah. like a little monologue that. Oh yeah, I've seen Will the monologue. Yeah. Does. And he's like spouting off. Yeah, holy that. So okay, so I was like making mini <laughs> corn dogs. And <laughs> I so I like had them all in a pan. I was about to put them in the oven, and I just kind of got wrapped up. Him like standing up the yeah. light. It's black and white, and he's just like. You're going straight to, to head. Yeah. David Jones yeah, locker. I was just like, yeah, wrapped up. <laughs> that was um, that was fantastic. When I saw it in theaters, <laughs> me and my friend who were seeing it were like freaking out the entire time. It was really cool how, um, particularly in that scene, how like mm-hmm. the his eyes are like, like the light is on his eyes. Just the cinematography of that scene, I think, is cool. Yeah. So, um, I've seen the trailer, and as far as I can tell, it's kind of one guy, so James Pattinson's character is, like, running from the law, and then they both kind of go crazy, they're stuck there for weeks. Yes, yeah, so, I'm not going to tell you why, Yeah. but James Pattinson is running from the law, gets on, like, a sailing crew, he goes with this, like, veteran seasoned like maritime guy go out to this lighthouse they're just supposed to man it 
so they like continually drop off a couple people every I don't know it's like a couple months out of there yeah. just to to keep it to man it yeah. like um run it keep it up to date do like chores fix it up or whatever and it's yeah it's kind of it's the story of them definitely going insane mm-hmm. um their ship doesn't come on time or we don't think so what it's presented to us it doesn't come on time and so a bunch of stuff just happens like a little bit of, like supernatural stuff they like kind of run low on like resources and things like that and it's just they have conflicting personalities and so just all of that bundled together just leads to <laughs> a complete like mental break of both of them yeah it's really interesting. It's, yeah, great. One of my favorite films, to be honest, that I've seen in a while. Yeah. There's this one scene in the trailer where Willem Dafoe's, like, standing there, and then there's, like, tentacles or something. Yeah. From behind him. Is that is that just, like, a fluke, or does that happen? Um, that, no, that, that does happen. It's kind of alluded to yeah. throughout the film. That Willem Dafoe is like a god, so yeah. like a like a ocean god. Yeah. So, won't go too deep into that. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Right on. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm very interested in kind of the music that you listen to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, no. Totally. Maybe yeah. Get, yeah. All right, so what's your favorite genre? Dude, I I'm really glad you brought this up actually. I I'm a I love music so much. I try to if possible listen to at least 1 hour to 2 hours of new music per day. New music. Yes. That's a amazing goal. Yeah. Actually, that's very impressive cuz I am I dislike change, I guess is the word. Yeah. So it's like I you know, whenever Ethan, like even Ethan Summerhays, we both like classic rock. It's like hard for me to listen to the music that he shows me. Yeah. So I listen to a ton of new music. Um, New in the sense that I just haven't been introduced to it, I guess. Like when I say new, I mean just things I haven't listened to before. Right. And that includes music that has come out recently, old music, yada, yada. Um, so I have a very eclectic taste. And so, um, it's hard for me to say a favorite genre of mine, but one that's always been near and dear to my heart, <clears throat> and one that's uh, really gotten me to love music is like the indie rock, indie pop, city pop yeah. kind of genre. Um, so that definitely inspired like a love of music. I hadn't heard anything like it before. Little eighth grade me. Yeah. Like a friend introduced like an artist to me. And I just Yeah, it's just started from there, I guess. Yeah, awesome. Um uh, yeah, I'm like the same, I can't ever really define what my favorite genre is because my favorite artists like Bob Dylan and Bob Seeger and Johnny Cash and Yeah. They all have like elements of classic rock. But Bob mm-hmm. Dylan does like folk, and Johnny Cash does like country, and Bob yeah. Seger does like country. So it's like, yeah, mixed. just like classic artists. Yes, that is really loud. That is I, really loud. Yeah, I'm gonna draw. Let's see if I can do something. About it. Homemade soundproofing. Yes, sir. Yeah, currently like the, I don't know, like the heater flipped on, and so that's really loud currently in the basement of Will's house, so yes. that's, that's cool. we used to be in the closet, and we have moved out of the closet. Good, <laughs> we're, we're moving I'm, places. I'm not gay. I've just, I've literally come out of the closet. Thank you for the clarification, Will. <sighs> yeah, right, so, so anything else you want to talk to me about, like, music? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, let's just go deep in it. What's your favorite band? Ugh, favorite band... My favorite artist, well, uh, dude, let me pull up my uh, my iTunes, just because I, I have so much garbage on it. One 
the artist that my friend introduced to me was Mac DeMarco. He's probably my yeah. favorite solo artist. Right. It's hard for me to pin down a band. Mm-hmm. Stuff that I've been listening to recently that I've really enjoyed is kind of like the emo, indie rock kind of category that includes like Mom Jeans, uh, Modern Baseball, a little bit of um, one of the Modern Baseball members' solo projects, Slaughter Beach Dog, I've been enjoying a lot. Yeah. Um, Music is so awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. That's that's kind of like a dream of mine is to get into something yeah. music. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, let's do the, the uh, baseball. What was it? Modern baseball. Modern baseball. What's yeah. your favorite song by that band? Favorite song? Well, I was first introduced to them through their album uh, Holy Ghost. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, that pertains to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the image, like the album cover is actually them in Utah. And so, like, that was, I thought that was interesting. It's like they're just standing in front of, like, a, a seagull or something. It's like a bookstore. And there's, like, the mountains in the back. Oh, that's cool. So that's a really good album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Holy Ghost. Good stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, so, um, like I say, Bob Dylan is, like, my favorite artist right now. Yeah. And, you know, like, Blood on the Tracks is probably his best album, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I have said in the past that, like, Joker Man is one of my favorite songs by him. And people, you know, I mean, that sounds like a bandwagon thing yeah. if you're a Bob Dylan fan. But it's just because of kind of memories and nostalgia, you know? Yeah, 100%. Which That's – yeah. I really relate to that, especially with, like, um, like what I was saying earlier with Mac DeMarco. Like as um, like my music taste has like kind of changed and grown a little yeah. bit. Uh, I like him a little less. Just you know, comparatively, I think there's a lot more talented people out there. But he will always have a special place in my heart, just because he really spurred that like spark in me to. Yeah, you know, yeah I know what you mean. So is that like your favorite? Okay, yeah. Then just what's your favorite song in general? Do you have in general? Yeah. That's that's too open ended. Yeah. <laughs> um. I can try to give you a favorite song at the moment. Okay. I've really been digging um, the girl from Ipanema, mm-hmm. with the Stan Getz and Joao Gilberto. That's um. I love that song. It's like a little kiss for your ears. Yeah, dude, I know how that is. Okay. I'm going to give you from now until like whenever we're done recording mm-hmm. to think about any plugs you want, like anything you want to uh, plugs. Okay. get out there. Any core message you want to send. Core message. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, try thinking. I got just a couple more questions. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, um... I, we haven't really caught up in a while, so, like, what's some of your, your hobbies? Hobbies? Um, I'm really interested in graphic design at the yeah. moment. I've kind of, like, designed clothes. So that's, you know, <laughs> this is really hard for me because I have so many interests. Right, yeah, yeah. And so that's, um, that's something that I've been doing in my free time is just hopping on to, like, Photoshop, Illustrator, and just making stuff. I'm doing a game design class right now, and so uh, I'm developing a game with a couple buddies in that class right now. So that's been fun. Um, I've been like (laughs) traditionally drawing recently. I have like a sketchbook running. I have like 40 somewhat pages so far. Um, I haven't Gaming as much as I would like to. <laughs> Recently, been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. Got um, hopping on the server with a buddy of mine. Uh, yeah. Awesome. There you go. Oh, I uh, I also got a skateboard for Christmas. Awesome. It's been pretty cold, and so yeah, yeah. I haven't really had a 
good chance to go out yet, but once spring summer rolls around, get re get ready. Yeah. Dude, hobbies with me. Like, this is a hobby that I started in the summer. Yeah. When I first bought the just the mic, and I record on this laptop. Yeah. And it came with this little dongle. <laughs> yeah. And so, you, yeah, the USB goes in there, and the microphone goes in there, and the headphones go in yeah, there. Yeah. But it, it did this, like, high-pitched whine. So over, like, six months, I, like, learned how to do everything. Um, and I got all this equipment... But I want to, the reason I bring that up is because my hobbies turn into manias. Like, if I, if my mind goes on to something, like this podcasting thing, this is like the, the one where it's kind of gone in a positive direction, but I just take like a sharp turn and put all of my time, all my effort, and all my yeah. thoughts into this like mania that I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, so my, my parents are so awesome. They're just like, uh,. You want, a, you want a microphone? Uh, you sure? You sure you don't want anything else? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, yeah, I, um, I'm interested. So. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Like, longboarding is what got me into skateboarding. I just go for hours every day. Like I, like, I have a very vivid memory. Like, it wasn't that long ago, but of me just, like, having gone for, like, two to three hours at this point. It's like everybody's in bed. It wasn't like that late, but yeah. it was like a weeknight. And I was just like, I was just going. I was just like pumping. Yeah. So, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. It's it's really fun getting like a new hobby. Yeah. And just like really exploring it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. uh, yeah so graphic design. So you, mm -hmm. you want to like make music. Have you ever, like, written your own sheet music or, like, gotten into the creation of music? Or you just like to play? Because I know you're big into, uh, into guitar. Yeah. So, I haven't done a lot of that yet. I, um, I've been kind of coming up with, like, ideas and stuff. Yeah. Nothing, like, written down. I want to take some music theory lessons oh, yeah. so I can, um make it not sound like trash yeah <laughs> so i've like um i've uh i've watched a few like theory videos just to kind of get like just like the very basics mm -hmm. i think once summer rolls around i'll really be getting into that all right um um there's this guy on youtube that i think you'd like his name's 12 tone and he's like a music theory thing and he writes out all his ideas kind of in pictures and so you can he yeah. illustrates his thoughts and so I the first one I saw was last year he did an episode on Pink Floyd's Money and you know and he's like it you know how like it opens with sounds not music yeah and so there's no idea in your mind of what rhythm is and so when it starts with a bass line of just like seven eights and so it like feels lopsided but it's resolved because your brain doesn't and i'm just like how, <laughs> where, where do you what, how no 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 so he just I like just, breaks down music. like classic songs yeah. okay um That's yeah cool. all kinds of music uh yeah he's so 12 tone 12, okay uh, yeah he's really good nice uh, there's another one that's um polyphonic he's another music theory, uh, theory okay. guy he doesn't yeah yeah there's a couple of channels that I found. Yeah, they're good. Uh, ones. Yeah. 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 Um. Well. Do you have any more general questions for me? I, I don't. It's um. It's been fun. Really yeah, glad dude. that you could have me. We're almost hitting an hour. Yeah, dude. That's that's a long time. Yeah. Let's just one more minute, and then we can hit an hour. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I guess I can just like, I don't know, talk about a message. I guess. Yeah. Core message message right loud um recently i've uh i've had a lot of struggles with mental health um a lot of depression i now see a therapist and i take antidepressants and i've been really on the brink of suicide and so that's um been a it's been a struggle and so I guess what I want this, I want the takeaway to be 
before I wasn't really taking care of myself. Like, I'd go an entire day without eating or whatever. And so just, I want everyone to just keep in mind that your health and your happiness is the single most important thing. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah, depression, yeah, that's a real thing. Stay hydrated. Eat your veggies. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, just as I'm curious by nature, so uh, I, that's something that I would maybe want to do an episode on is like mental health and like gender dysphoria, things like that, Mm -hmm. because I'm interested, but uh, thanks for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what episode of the podcast is this? It's episode four. Thank you for tuning in to the fourth episode of the Takeout Box. This has been Benton Hatch and Will Woodward. Guys. Benson Hatch. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.